Okay, welcome back, guys. You've made it to the almighty second episode of Reconsinimation. The second recorded episode? We did it. We got here? We broke all kinds of records on iTunes. I mean, mm -hmm. thank you to everybody. Thanks, Just, guys. Yeah. Uh, the outpouring of support has been phenomenal. It's overwhelming. I couldn't... I couldn't keep up with all the the, the, the tweets and the you know Instagrams. They're still coming in. They're still yeah. I can't I, stop. I had to stop yeah. because it's it's too much. I'm going media blackout for for the next yeah. month. I mean, because after this one goes, forget it. So. Well, we're gonna have to have a team that, that yeah. yeah responds. Well, we do. We we should bring on interns, right? I mean, yeah. Interns well, we have there. some. They've started. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. Chad. Oh. Chad started. You've got Chad. Yeah, oh, Chad's that's the here. guy that brought in yeah. the the sandwiches yes. earlier. Yes, and now okay. he's getting coffee. Okay, oh, yeah. perfect. Well, Chad, keep yeah. up the good work. <laughs> and he um, better get get here quick. Uh, uh, boy, we're in our studio here. The Recon Cinema Studios. Recon Cinema Studios. It's yeah, eighty thousand square feet. <laughs> yes. A little excessive, maybe. Yeah, and um, change. And change. And change. But yeah. I mean, we're gonna explode. You're going to continue to explode. So yeah. We're going to need all this. Right? Well, you get the space now. Yeah. You know, while so we can grow into it mm -hmm. rather than when we need it. Yeah. It's it's it's, here, so. it's like asking for forgiveness instead yeah. of permission. Yeah. At this point, yeah. we're already just going for it. Anyway, if you want to come drop by, it's right in the middle of Warner Brothers. We've taken over about half the lot. Yeah. 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 We've taken three other down stages yeah. in a row. Yep. Uh, so, um, so what are we doing? today well we made it through vacation it was and now vacation. here we are in july and we're gonna hit uh some summer movies mm. and when i think of the fourth of july there's only one movie that really really just jumps to the forefront valentine's day valentine's day yeah scary marshall's <laughs> valentine's day you uh, nailed it again <laughs> every time um, uh Independence Day. Oh yeah, it's come! It's here. We're, it's right, right here. We're right at Independence Day. So, mm -hmm. why don't we flash back to the great summer of 1996? Oh baby, it was a. I mean, that was that was like an amazing summer for movies, oh, especially yeah. when you're like 15, 16. Boy, those movies seemed great. Yeah. Now. Uh, I don't know. We'll take another look yeah. and give it our reconsinimation. Because that was what? We had Twister. We kicked it off with Twister, I think. Twister and was there. Mission Impossible. Oh. The yeah. Rock. The Rock? The Rock. In 96? Yeah. 96. That's not true. It is true. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, what a great year for movies. I remember specifically because I wasn't 17. It was rated R. Mm -hmm. And the people at the theater, they just... They they let me in to see some other rated R movies, but that one they drew the line. Oh, so I had to sneak in. I see. Had you got sneak it. In you to had to sneak rock. in. But uh, Independence Day, I believe, was right after that, after uh, Mission Impossible and and The Rock. I feel like Mission Impossible was probably a May movie. Was it a May Mich movie? No, no. Twister was the May movie. Oh. Mission Impossible and The Rock were were June movies. Oh, and yeah. then we got. Uh, but basically, yeah. So, so July. Mr. Fourth of July. Well, we'll get well, into it. Well, it starts right here. Here we go. Yeah. So uh, here we go with Independence Day. Police and the fire departments are asking. It is morning. You wake up. Hey, 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 come on. You greet your loved ones. You grab the morning paper. 
And although it seems like any ordinary day, it isn't. For one extraordinary reason. This is so cool. Four ships have just arrived over India, England, and Germany. I really don't think they flew 90 billion light years to come down here and start a fight. We gotta stop them! They're gonna kill us all! They're using our own satellites against us. The clock is ticking. We must launch a counteroffensive with a full nuclear strike. Over American soil. If we don't strike soon, there may not be much of an America left to defend. Being exterminated. Let's kick the tires and light the fires. We're looking at worldwide destruction in the next 36 hours. Oh, you can't hit nothing! Should we win the day? The 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday. But as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. That's what I call a close encounter. Okay, guys, that's oh. it. You've heard it. Independence Day. Independence Day. Uh, everybody loves this movie. Uh, it's great, and it holds up perfectly. And that's it. That's so, uh, that's that's the show. Everybody, Will Smith's wonderful. Everyone's in it. It's great. Uh, everybody wins, and everyone's happy. And wow, there we go. Bunch what of a stars great made there. This was the perfect movie. <laughs> a quickest episode ever. Oh boy! So summer of '96. Boy, go. this movie. This is such an interesting movie to me because mm-hmm. when it first came out, I loved it. I loved, I think, you know, I'm assuming you're probably of the same vein as me. Mm -hmm. Being 15, 16, it was a super cool movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is, but this is a movie that was groundbreaking in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. It kind of changed, it really launched the summer blockbuster. Yeah, it's a a relaunch of it. Like, it, it took what a summer movie should be and amped it. Yeah. Amped it up, like... Well, what if we destroy the whole world? <laughs> okay, like that's uh, that was that's the bar now. Yeah, and it wasn't like it wasn't like movie big movies weren't coming out in the summer. I mean, Terminator mm-hmm. Two came out in the summer. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the Bond movies came out in the summer. Yeah, or a lot of them. Uh, so it wasn't like they weren't coming out, but this really like that whole summer of 96 it was like it started with twister mm-hmm. mission impossible kind of top that yeah both huge movies and then this one kind of destroyed both of them blew everything out of the water i think it was just conceptually like it was such a it was a compelling thing when i yeah i'm 16 and like you see the poster and yeah. the trailer and all that and like oh my god they're yeah, gonna the, blow up the white house yeah. like they're gonna oh my god what would we do? Yeah. It's just like like your whole. I think if you're not imagine not a necessarily imaginative about like what it would actually look like because you can all, you can envision it in your head all you want. Yeah. But but actually doing it and make it look really cool and look kind of realistic, you know. Well, it I started think it changed everything. Exactly. It started with the trailer at the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. which was something else that movies they weren't doing that. This no. was the movie that started the whole. Super Bowl ad campaign. Really? They paid $1.3 million. This was, I mean, other companies were paying a lot of money, but this was, I mean, really went to that level. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the first movie to really start a whole campaign f- six months ahead of time 
five months ahead of time yeah. uh, for it. And it was it was just a teaser. It was that shot of the White House and the ship over it and just mm-hmm. destroying it. Boom. And like Independence Day. <laughs> like, yeah. Like uh, July 4th. I want to know more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how could you not? It's yeah. They've got a captive audience of basically the crowd that's going to go see that movie. Mm-hmm. Um just right there so yeah they know they knew who their audience was they went and yeah like okay it was brilliant oh, it's, it's it it was that's where the momentum well the momentum came after but yeah. that's where it started but it started right? there and it's, everyone's just going to talk about independence day now for the next six months and every you know every year months. after that they that's everyone was trying to get their 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 big summer movies in at the super bowl that's yeah. i mean to this to this day that's what they do yep um so groundbreaking for marketing purposes, Mar- yeah, the changing whole, the summer blockbuster. Yeah. And they, they took it to marketing-wise. I mean, they took it to the same level as Jurassic Park and mm-hmm. Star Wars. And they had the toys and they had you know, oh, the, right. the books and everything. Uh, all, the, all, this, all the stuff for the kids. Yeah, a lot of the licensing deal was there, right? Yeah. And so uh, it, it made a lot of money yeah. in a lot of different avenues. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it opens July second, July second or July third. What I, I think it's the release date was July third. Yeah, July third. I wrote down second, but I was wrong. There we That's go. the first day of the movie. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about the plot. <laughs> like, was it day or night? <laughs> <laughs> so July third, ninety six. Uh, the budget was seventy five million. Yeah, and it eventually grossed worldwide eight hundred and seventeen. So, you know, think about with with all the ads, they probably spent maybe maybe two hundred million all in. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, the marketing is always that extra. Yeah, one and a half times the budget or something like that. Yeah, isn't that usually what they say? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So it's uh, it did very well. It uh, currently, as of this moment, it's seventieth. On the all-time uh, box office list, seventieth today, today. two thousand seven eighteen, two yeah. thousand eighteen. Excuse me. And it's just—I mean, all the older movies are going to get bumped by right. every Marvel movie that comes out is going to keep you know pushing the, yeah. the older stuff back. So they, can, they, be, they can beat its total in a week and a half. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it was. But at the time that once the tally was done domestically, it was second overall yes over over every other movie yeah and, and, and the summer during the summer of 96 it was it was number two all time behind uh jurassic park holy cow so jeff goldblum uh really had the had the corner there yes the <laughs> wonderful jeff goldblum isn't that amazing he was in the top two gr- highest grossing movies at the same I, like... just growing up i never thought jeff i liked jeff goldblum sure but i you look at him and you don't think all-time huge blockbuster action star yeah but he's in like a ton of them yep i mean even if you count thor mm-hmm. sure why not he's in thor he's well, you know in the new jurassic park or jurassic world movie and, yeah and uh whether it's just small roles or what but he keeps popping in there yeah uh you know and he's, he's not been averse to all types of films so you know yeah. he was already doing the fantastic things he was he turned into a fly yeah you know he's (laughs) yeah so he's he's found himself in some perilous situations yeah uh uh, the fantastic (laughs) so uh the film's directed by roland emmerich and 
produced by Dean Devlin, which is a yeah. team. They're they're a permanent team. They've done all their projects together, yeah. or at least all the ones Roland Emmerich has done. Dean Devlin has produced. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were coming off of Universal Soldier and Stargate mm. was what they did leading up to this. Universal Soldier. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Van Dam. Van Dam. That's right. That and was Dolph like their. Lundgren. Was that like their first? That was his first. He was a Ger- Roland Emmerich was a German filmmaker mm. who, and I don't know exactly how, but somehow ended up uh, getting connected. I think with Carol Co. That oh, company yeah. and and Mario Casar, the producer, and uh, they and he ended up doing Universal Soldier, which did okay. Yeah, uh, and then Stargate was a follow up to that, which did well. Stargate was wonderful. Yeah, so so Roland Emmerich can handle. Uh, sci-fi. Yeah, oh yeah, that's things. that's his thing. They're big. He's a big concept guy. Him yes. and Dean were were ma- finding ways to uh, you know blow shit up. Big concept, big effects. Mm-hmm. That's that's the name of the game with them. Yeah. Uh, they were on a marketing campaign for Stargate when the idea of an alien invasion kind of crossed their minds and and started the ball rolling for this. Yeah, wasn't it like a he had. Emmerich said, "Like he doesn't actually believe in alien life, and you know he's telling stories about going to different planets." Yeah, and then he's just, but he found the concept so interesting, uh, and then they just kind of like off off the dome came up like, "Well, what if there's giant spaceships in your backyard?" <laughs> yeah, like, and they came up like, "Well, we got a new movie." Like, yeah, and that's something. And they wrote it over like they took a month vacation and just wrote the whole thing, and and like the next day it was greenlit. Yeah, like. What a turnaround! Yeah, like they didn't have to struggle to shop that thing at all. No. They had offers pouring in. No, nope. yeah, everybody wanted it. I think Fox saw the uh, potential there and was willing to go for it. Way to go, Fox! Um, just rewind one second. Okay, I mentioned Stargate. Oh yeah, that's a that's a pretty good movie. Does anybody remember who the lead is in Stargate? Um, uh, wasn't Matthew Modine in it? <laughs> maybe maybe should have been, but <laughs> oh no. Wait. Uh, it's our friend, uh, Mr. Mr. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, wonderful. So he had worked with, yeah, Emmerich and Dean. Yes, you know. So uh, he was a busy guy in the Kurt? 90s. Oh, sure. Kurt was busy. Kurt's busy all the time. So you have to wonder. You got to get in line for Kurt. Yeah, you have to wonder. Well, we'll get into Kurt's corner later. Yeah. So you're good. Okay. So we've got uh, we're signing up our cast members. We've got Jeff Goldblum, who we just talked about, sure. coming off of. Jurassic Park, a mm-hmm. uh, huge star at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. Th- I think he was. I don't think there was any debate about his him playing that role. I think that was pretty straightforward. Yeah. Uh, Bill Pullman was kind of kind of a surprise name. I even back in '96, I was like, "Wow, the guy from Spaceballs." Yeah, he's the and president. hey, where has he been? <laughs> it was like Spaceballs and Serpent and the Rainbow, and then. I don't know what Bill Bill Pullman was doing, I mean, other than saying he wasn't Bill Paxton because of all that. Of course, confusion. Uh, yeah, the president Bill Pullman. That's and still kind of watching it, uh, rewatching it, and seeing like Bill Pullman. Like he's no, is he presidential? I don't yeah. Know. Well, let's be honest here. <laughs> His performance here is. I'm going to go ahead and say way subpar. <laughs> Now, it not doesn't have the greatest dialogue to work with, but mm-hmm. man, it's hard for me. It's hard to watch him saying some of those lines. It's just it couldn't be more wooden. Mm-hmm. It couldn't be you know uh, just 
such a flat character. Yeah. I mean, they try like it's like they tried, mm-hmm. kind of. You can't. You can't manufacture gravitas which just in that role for with those lines he couldn't it wasn't there yeah he's he's the guy that he's the president because they tell us he's the president right not because he embodies yeah that you know and a a lot and love bill pullman as a a, an entertainer Uh, yeah an actor i mean but he's just better in spaceball yeah um but yeah just doesn't really you know this first the first scene we see him in do you know what he does he What's answers. That? He answers the phone like Batman. <laughs> he just oh. he picks up the phone and just goes hello. <laughs> and that I mean that's his voice. He has yeah, that. He voice. has that. But for him to just be quiet, he's he does Batman. <laughs> he does the Batman voice with the Bruce Wayne look. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and they, originally they wrote that role for Kevin Spacey. Yeah, could you imagine ninety six Kevin Spacey? Well, Fox couldn't. Yeah, they did not <laughs> like that idea. <laughs> so they said no. Yeah. Um, I don't. Yeah. I imagine it would have been. I mean, it had to be better. Maybe it had to be better. Maybe I don't know. I mean, he's not like I wouldn't say he's as, as handsome. And I know we can't really talk about Kevin Spacey right now, but yeah, I mean, but we're talking past. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think he's as handsome as Bill Pullman. You don't have that handsome leading man thing, but yeah. I mean, he's certainly uh, got the acting chops. Yeah, he could handle. He could so he, handle I that. imagine he probably could have gotten some a little more out of that character or just come up with something yeah you would have found something yeah so that that would have been a different choice but yeah especially because too like you know uh the character was he's 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 a combat pilot too so kevin spacey suiting up destroying aliens and yeah i wouldn't yeah like yeah i could i could picture bill pullman doing that yeah piling in a ship which a, 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 I didn't yeah. even have to picture it. I saw it. You can <laughs> yeah. see it in it, this movie. It actually happens. <laughs> he he pilots a jet, um, but Spacey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would have been interesting. Uh, of course, you know we've got the the other element we haven't haven't talked about yet. But mm-hmm. what another thing that this movie launched is the career of Will Smith. I mean, yeah, it. it I, let's not say he, it, it launched his career because he had done Bad Boys already. Yeah, Bad Boys was the year before. Yeah, and he was just—he was a sitcom. He was actor. still on Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince, and you know, he was just a—and he was a rapper. Yeah. Um, you know, he was having, a, and he had some success that. But this was this was like this solidified his like I'm a leading man. I'm gonna be in big movies, not just. Yeah. You know, I'm not just a TV comedy guy or a buddy cop guy like. He can handle it. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be in the big movies. And yeah. make a lot of money for y'all. Yeah, and I wasn't sound... trying to I wasn't trying to talk like him. I just <laughs> <laughs> you sounded exactly like him. I wasn't I wasn't doing like an impression. Will of, uh, is he here? <laughs> um, so yeah, so and, and it's funny because they the reason they cast him was for seeing him six, seeing him in Six Degrees of Separation oh. the year before, which is a very yeah. You know, it's a small budget drama. Yeah. Really. So, uh, I guess that? you can just leap right from that to Independence Day. It's fine. I mean, why not? He's yeah. got. He did it. I th- well, they wanted to have that. He's got. He, it's like it's like the part was written for Will Smith, though. I think. Like, yeah. He, oh yeah. You know, he's just he's yeah. charming. He's funny, and he's motivated and mm-hmm. ambitious. And then uh, he just he just covers it all. Yeah. So, um, did you see the deleted scene with DJ Jazzy Jeff? Oh, uh, no. It's so good. Oh, the... man, they should have. 
If it was in, they should have. That, then you would have been talking Oscars for this movie. <laughs> when Jazzy Jeff comes in, yeah. uh, what, what happens? He, uh, he he just like he pilots a ship like in, mm. and he actually saves Will Smith. Oh like, my god! Right at, yeah, that would have been incredible. Razor coming back to Earth at the end. It's, it's kind of brilliant. But. Just out of nowhere, we don't <laughs> see him in the movie before or after. Nope. He just he just, I got your back. Yep. <laughs> Waves goodbye. But, he pilots away and. It's like, well, that's my buddy Jeff. Um, but Will Smith, Jeff. he calls him Jeff. It's funny though because that's a, this is a real like ensemble movie just because of how mm-hmm. it's how it, like all these different things happening all over the the America is, is our primary focus. Yeah. So just uh, like Will Smith's not even in the movie for about 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, and and watching what, it back again, he's not in it nearly as much as I thought he was. Right. Like, I always thought that he was, like, the lead and the other guys were supporting him. But it's really, like, Jeff Goldblum is in it a lot. Yeah, he's, like, the he's the, I think he's got the most to do. Yeah, Jeff and Goldblum. Pullman's there a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and I, you know, I didn't do it. Uh, but if I ever had enough time, it'd be interesting to calculate that screen time and see how close it is between uh, the three of them. That'd be something. It's got to be pretty even between. And Judd Hirsch should just surpass all of them. Well, (laughs) he's all over the movie. Yeah, Uh, always getting into wacky hijinks (laughs) and that accent. Oh my god, that what? Isn't that how Judd Hirsch talks? That's how every (laughs) New York Jew talks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And uh, and just and real quick though, certain shots of the the first shot with Jeff Goldblum, it's with him and Judd Hirsch Mm -hmm. playing chess. Yeah, and. Judd Hirsch, you know, they make him up to be older, I think. Oh, yeah, they died. Like, yeah, yeah. And just made And then, like, Jeff Goldblum, just like, just like an Adonis. Like, yeah. he, like, just perfect. Oh, yeah. Looks he great. Had, like, yeah. I'm like, this is his son. Well, that trainer he hired for Jurassic Park, he definitely, like, yeah. kept him on payroll and uh, stayed with him and, and amped it up a little bit. Yeah. And it's funny, like, in the, ni- the 90s fashion, the clothes, like, everything's, like, a little bigger and poofier and stuff. Yeah. And it's like... If you look like that, like with today's fashion, like he'd be just like this jack dude playing chess, like oh my god, yeah, <laughs> in a tank top or something, yeah, and uh, he'd be like it'd be like Chris Evans, yeah, would be would be that character now. It's like and then he's just some schlubby MIT guy, yeah, <laughs> but like he's just gorgeous. Anyway, it's just funny. Like I forgot how good looking Jeff Goldblum was in that movie. I mean, he's a good looking man, I, he, but he's he's been persistent. Like I I don't have one image of. Jeff Goldblum in my head. Like, Will Smith, I think, is frozen in time for me at, like, 96, 97. Yeah, that Men in Black, Independence Day kind yeah. of look. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, that's the Will Smith I know. Yeah. But, like, I think of Jeff Goldblum, I think of him today. Like, he's in yeah. the 60s. He's well, he's, like... He's, and just funny and every and just shows up on he's things. He's showing up in these weird commercials. And oh, yeah. Apartments.com. How he ended up in, in the Marvel Universe is, like, insane to me. And mm-hmm. still, he's again, he's in Jurassic World still. So. Yeah. He was, uh, and he did, uh, do you remember The League? On F- Have you ever seen The League? I, I've i seen a little bit of it. Yeah, yeah, so he plays Nick Kroll's dad in that. And <laughs> he shows up in like just a few episodes. Yeah. But it's perfect. The first time he appeared, I'm like, Jeff Goldblum's in The League? This well, is he's incredible. Well, so, he's so strange. He's such a like, <laughs> strange guy. Yeah. And it's so weird that he became this like sex symbol that, that women like think he's like super attractive. Have you seen him? I have seen him. I I don't I don't get it, but you think I'm he's not, not going deny it. No, I'm not saying he's not attractive, but I don't get the like sexy thing. From uh, him. I get he's it, like yeah. weird and awkward to me. Well, yeah. I mean, when he talk when he talks, it's like, that yeah. extra thing of like the way he yeah. says things is 
Oh, it's great. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, he's made it work. He's the total package. The total package, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. That's what we're calling him now. He's the total. Yeah. So yeah. when we ever we say the total package, it's that's, it's, that's there's only one person we're referring to. Mm-hmm. It's J- um, don't forget, Randy Quaid's in this movie. So we are two in a row with Randy Quaid. Two in a row. What? I wonder. What uh, a streak. We started a streak. Two points equal a uh, line here. So what's <laughs> point number three going to be? And he might as well. He might as well have been Cousin Eddie in this. <laughs> yeah, He kinda. basically is Cousin Eddie yeah. in a little bit more of a serious situation. Yeah, he's he's, he's just this uh, PSD-suffering guy that everyone makes fun of, and he's somehow raising these kids that aren't, you know, that he married into, and he's just like, he. everyone just writes him off as like, nothing like yeah. like he gets i think he gets less respect than eddie does to be honest with you oh yeah like, for sure yeah and you know uh poor guy he was yeah a, you know he was a war hero he's a veteran and he's uh you know he's a drunk and he's he, and he's have he has mental problems he claims and, to have been and, abducted by aliens and, yeah you know, ha ha aliens what are you talking about <laughs> says the guy says the guy's seeing an alien ship in front of them like, there's no such thing as aliens Dummy. So we're we're we kind of sidetracked a little bit talking about the cast here. Yeah, well they're in the movie. There's a there's a huge, I mean a huge cast. Yeah, uh, from the main the lead roles, which mm-hmm. I think we just covered everybody, but yeah, uh, and then the the secondary roles. It's like a lot of really good actors who who show up here, mm-hmm. and some who are just have like a couple of lines and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Like the dad from Wonder Years, Dan, Dan Laurie. Yeah. Just Dan Laurie just shows up in just, the beginning. Don't we don't see him again? He's just there. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't even know if he has a name. Probably not. Just Colonel something or General yeah. something or whatever. But yeah, he's in that. Uh, uh, and of course, Robert Loja just uh, just commands. Robert Loja was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I loved him. <laughs> I forgot about Robert Loggia. Like, like, oh yeah, he's yeah. so good. Like, I don't know. And he was he was basically playing Patton. Mm-hmm. That was his take on Patton there. Yeah. And uh, did you hear the story of he he went to Dean Devlin to kind of get like talk about his motivation and inspiration for the character, and mm-hmm. Dean Devlin told him to go watch Airplane. In, meaning to say airport uh-huh. to, to get like the intensity of the movie uh-huh. but he said airplane uh-huh. so Robert Loja went back watched airplane and refused to leave his trailer because he was he panicked that he was in a spoof movie and didn't realize it. oh my god and it took a while to kind of calm him down and, and correct that wow then he was fine so, all, so he just named the wrong movie he just accidentally <laughs> said airplane instead of airport <laughs> subtle difference yeah but. Well, it's a big disaster movie. You got to write. You got to watch the right disaster. Yeah. Uh, source material. Yeah. Who else do we have? We've got Margaret Collin, who's Lovely. great. As it feels like she does a lot of exposition in the movie, like a lot of explaining. Mm-hmm. You know how they're how they're getting from one situation to another. Yeah, she fills in information, yeah. informs other characters of things. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of funny, like all the white house stuff and then she's kind of not in the movie for right. a while and then they're you know and then she's, she's just she's the, the loves the 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 you know the partner for jeff goldblum yeah, for the I mean, total package for the total package i mean she she the characters which is were lame. married yeah like they're you know they have a history uh and you know she goes to him when it's like uh what uh, 
Jeff Goldblum, the total package, is losing his mind because they're going to nuke. They're going to nuke Houston. Yeah. And he's, he, he's like, it's the end of the world. And then she's to come in and explain, like, well, this is, you know, this yeah. is, he was not doing this lightly, you know. But she's, she's so good. And by the end, she's just kind of reduced to this, like, you know, sidekick without any, who's not really contributing anything anymore. That's true. Yeah. It's not like she had any inspirational yeah. thing happen or, right. you know. There's no real arc for her character other than that she decides to just fall in love with him again yeah like i uh, uh, kind of out of nowhere but yeah um so that's that's kind of you know not so cool yeah i mean there's but the thing is the movie's so fucking big it's it's kind of hard to give i mean all the all the men in the movie get a lot to do <laughs> and the two women yeah. i mean i'll say though vivica fox i i don't think i had heard of her before this no movie, this right? was kind of the beginning of her career and she was great like i don't know and, and of course she was fine there's I mean, she's great. <laughs> she was—I don't know. No, she's fine. She's fine. Yeah, yeah. But go- gorgeous, uh, just uh, yeah. Um, uh, love interest for Will Smith. Yeah, he's Will Smith's probably gonna break up with her at some and, point. And, and, and then, sorry, go ahead. And then, but then you know, he—they get together. Yeah, that's it. Funny story is that they went after Jada Pinkett for that role. She what? turned it down. Could you imagine? Which was before they got they met i believe so yeah they met on fresh prince i think i think she did was she on she did like a guest turn i feel like that's where they met yeah that she came on and did one guest spot or something that's funny though and then uh guess it was meant to be mm -hmm. true love here we go what you know love in the strangest of places (laughs) the workplace yeah uh (laughs) other cast uh mary mcconnell mary mary mcdonald she or mcdonald's yeah mcconnell mcdonald mcdonald um, yeah right. I'm, I'm sorry. Excuse me, guys. Another ca- flat character, mm-hmm. like just nothing not, to do. Great actress, great great actress, but just nothing for her other than she is there. She's the first lady. She gets you know wounded when in the explosions, mm-hmm. and then rescued and dies in the hospital without even like kind of has like a death scene, but not really. Well, it's just it's perfect timing where they get her, they hook her up, they you know they can't do anything for her, and then they uh, her husband and child get three two minutes with her, yeah, and then she's dead, and then that's it, that's it. Like, oh my god, she made it all the way there yeah. just to die and not yeah. do anything. Might as well have been like a single president. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, single dad, single dad president. Mm-hmm. I mean, she yeah. Which is frustrating because she's so good, and you could have done something there. Yeah, imagine if if you wrote if you tried to keep the same beats of this movie, but wrote it today, it'd be a totally different. It'd be such a different totally movie. Different, yeah, because you could you would see how interesting it'd could be. Like be. Scarlett Johansson would be the, the first lady. <laughs> She'd be kicking and, ass, and kicking the aliens' asses. <laughs> but um, speaking of the vice, excuse me, the first lady though, just j- diving right into the plot a little bit. Was she really going to take a helicopter from Los Angeles to Dallas? They, Don't you? They, isn't that like... I do. Isn't that like thousands of miles away? Where's Chad with that coffee? <laughs> Give me my coffee, Chad. Where is he? I just... I, I think I think she went to... She's supposed that to go was, to Dallas. Yeah, yeah. Not like a helicopter to the airport to go to Dallas. No, no. You helicopter take a, to Dallas. Yeah. That would take... I don't know. How, how many hours? a while. That would I mean, take... The, yeah. That's got to take at least eight, nine hours. Can helicopters even stay Well, you stay know what? If she didn't take that extra second 
two seconds to stop and look at those annoying people on the roof, of, like having that party. Yeah, she's like wanting, like happy that the aliens are, are here. Mm-hmm. Uh, she might have made it out. Yeah, it's it's really her, it's her own damn fault. And wasn't I may be mixing up some of the scenes, but one of her Secret Service guys, I believe, is the dad from Ferris Bueller. Ooh, he's in the movie. I just can't remember if he is her Secret Service guy or if he's oh. one of Bill Pullman's Secret Service. Oh, guys. I don't remember. I can't tell you. So I, I rewatched that, it. So that guy was still floating around in the nineties. He's still he's still yeah, working. He still shows up. He's yeah. in commercials. Shit. Um. He might have been hers, but then everyone yeah. she was with died. Yeah, so he probably yeah. didn't like Every time I see the scene, though, I haven't watched the movie in a long time, but until recently, of course, but um, when she leaves the hotel, like, it's, she's got to go. And then, like, there's two maids, like, there, and I'm like, oh, those maids are going to die. Oh, yeah. Like, they have to be at work. Like, they're going to die because they're at work. Like, I think it's another reason I hate working, because I'm probably going to die there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, I can't when go. When the aliens do attack... Uh-huh. You're gonna be at work, and you're gonna. I'm like, well, we gotta finish. The, we gotta finish work. <laughs> I can't. I'll. T- when am I? I've got four more hours left. Then I'll <laughs> deal with my life. <laughs> I can't. I can't lose my health insurance. I'm gonna assume that all you guys listening, you're familiar with the plot of the movie as we've just kind of dived in in here, and and uh, that you've seen it maybe not recently, but you know what happens. So. It's kind. Of, it's kind of nutty if someone is listening to us talking about a movie. <laughs> I haven't that, seen this movie. Let me let me listen to these guys talk about it. These guys know, and they'll they'll keep me up. They'll keep me up to date with yeah. all the relevant information and plot points. Um, so I hope now if you haven't watched it, pause this. Go watch it. Go watch it. Borrow it from back. your. We'll be. We'll wait right here. Borrow it. Go back to your parents' house. I'm sure they've got it on VHS. Yeah, they, every, yeah everybody's parents have this, and they're yeah. It's part of every. I worked collection. in a video store when this came out. Oof. On VHS, Sold and I know for a fact that everybody owns this movie. <laughs> it's literally in every house. I couldn't have sold more copies of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that job. But it'd be anyway. weird if every household in America has it, and there's still people who haven't seen it. Why haven't you seen it, guys? Get you, on you've it. got to change that right now if you Fix haven't seen it. it. It's Independence Day. It's Independence Day. ID4. ID4. <laughs> <laughs> ID4. ID4, which I just love that, though, as far as the marketing. I mean, they call that that during the production. Well, that was because they didn't have the rights to the name. Yeah, but it's so perfect because it's like ID4 just makes no sense until you know what it's talking about. Right. July 4th, Independence Day. It's like, like wow. Holy shit. I don't know. <laughs> I, but it's so perfect, ID4. Yeah. I And then we had to wait 20 years for ID4 too. <laughs> but, um, and maybe we'll get ID4 3. Yeah. Which I doubt now. I don't know. He was supposed to make a lot of money, and if yeah. he did, they'd have a third. We'll get know. we'll get there. We'll circle back to yeah. that. Yeah, let's let's still talk about the end of the world. Um, but one thing one thing that I did think was well done was the movie starts with like a certain intensity. Yeah, like they don't beat around the bush. Like the aliens are coming; they're coming over the moon, and mm-hmm. just from the music, I mean, gives it away that like they're coming to. Not for good reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It tells you everything you need to know. Yeah, it's kind of like the opening shot of Star Wars. Yeah, like here's a here's a lot of things you need to know without any. You don't have to talk. Yeah, like there's just some shit coming. Yep. Well, and it was funny because like the credits even like they open you see the credits like a Roland Emmerich film and then it goes yeah. and just the, the 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 letters explode yeah. and it's just it's already saying like whatever settles 
blowing they up. were yeah they were not hiding the fact that the aliens were coming to blow shit up yeah this that, is, that was not a secret yeah it's not like are they here for it's peace like, oh, are we friends or are we i don't know well that's what's kind of infuriating where because they take it the people take it that way yeah like, they're like well we don't maybe know there's uh-huh. only 50 ships hovering over every major city not <laughs> saying or doing anything like, uh-huh. maybe they want to talk yeah they, they haven't said anything to us but you know they just got to get situated first like, yeah. let's give them a couple of days let's Let's be friendly with them. Yeah, it, that's the one frustrating thing. Like, if you wrote it today, you couldn't write it that way. Right? No, you couldn't. Like, you'd have you'd, to have the aliens faking us out in some yes. way, or whatever. Yeah, you'd have to. You'd, you'd have be, to sort of play it neutral before mm-hmm. you start giving. It would be more of a yeah. uh, of a uh, thriller type situation. Yeah, um, but it was a different time where everyone wouldn't think necessarily someone's coming to kill me. Which I think, if anything strange happens in today, like this this person or thing is coming to kill me, right? Like, well, it's, it's, it's fear. Th- this is fear. such a good example of action movies from the nineties because mm-hmm. they're very like black and white. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of complicated thoughts and emotions going on in these movies. It's like good and evil, and yeah. um, you know. They don't get into, like, what the reason is you, these aliens are here. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas now you would. It's like they're trying to save their own race. So can you blame them for doing this kind of thing? You know, they, they don't get into that. Like, yeah. it's just... It's briefly touched upon where, uh, you might recall, another great cast uh, casting choice, Brent Spiner. Oh, yeah. Commander Data is... In it. But the alien communicates... You know, by manipulating his larynx. Oh my and, god! Um, die, die! But they like those are the intentions. Like, there's no negotiation, no, no peace. Die! Like, oh my god! Like, kill him! Like, just and then then like three handguns like blow the alien back like yeah. twenty feet. Yeah, <laughs> which is just great. Like, and then you get Adam Baldwin too. I forgot about a young Adam Fireflies Baldwin. Fireflies, Adam Baldwin. Yeah. Who has a bigger part than I remember? Like yeah, just, and just... another flat character. Like there is a there is a they're all large handful of characters that are just I really struggle with that. I'm like oh my god, they couldn't. Not that they couldn't deliver the line, but there's no line to deliver. Yeah, you know, they're just there to service whatever the next thing yeah. is supposed to happen. Adam but, Baldwin's a good actor. Sure. Yeah. Very talented. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of good dialogue. There's a, there's a lot of good. Do you have like, some good choice quote? Do you have a choice quote? Some of uh, my favorites, just a couple of my favorites are when they're on Air Force One, and the total package is he's got his laptop, which whatever kind of laptop that is, it's PowerBook, <laughs> PowerBook. It, it and the clock ticks down, and he just looks up. Time's up. Yeah, time's up. Checkmate. <laughs> he's just checkmate like three, three times, times, I think. Checkmate. Um, and then everything. Will Smith. Welcome to Earth. On Earth, that's what I call a close encounter. Yeah. Uh, oh man, there's, there's something there's else. Just, there's just a ton of them in here. <laughs> oh boy, this movie. Um, every but the thing, the, what I like is that I, going back to watch it, it's there's something that it's like not nine, 80s level cheese. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily it's 90s call this cheese. It's nineties cheese, and that's a different. Which, it's flavor. different. It is a totally different kind of cheese. Because I don't, I wouldn't want to say, "Oh, this movie's so cheesy." It's just, just sort of is. You know, I, I don't know. Is, is that well, is that a I wrong think, way to classify? I it? think that, like I was saying, the the '90s action movies were very simple. Mm-hmm. Like there just wasn't a lot of 
there's not a lot of brain power in them. Yeah. Like you just just sit and watch. They're popcorn movies. They're your you know your Con Airs, your Mission Impossible's. Oh, Thank you. They're just <laughs> like don't think about anything. Don't yeah. question anything. Just watch this and and there it is. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the '80s ones also didn't have a lot of brain power, but they were maximum on entertainment. Like the Arnold and Stallone movies, it was just. You know, you totally knew what you were getting, and you got it. With yeah. Those, you know, you you had an expectation, and that was reached in those, at least most of those movies. Yeah, I guess that's true. Or this, I, like it, this, it, it's like this is simple, and it tries to tell a very basic story, and there's like two character arcs throughout. Yeah. If that, which are very thing. simple, like arcs. just like this is these are uncomplicated, you know. Yeah. People like this. Yeah. This is this is easy. Yeah. Uh, and a lot, you know, and just like, and just like the, it's a mainstay of all these movies where everything happens coincidentally. Like if you just, if, because we're focusing on them, they're in the position they need to be for something to happen. Yeah. And it's just like, if you took that one element out, they never would have like, how, how are they on air force one? And the only reason they end up going to area 51 is because Judd Hirsch brings it up. Yeah. Like the one guy knew about it. James Ribhorn knew about it. Yeah. And Another did, good actor, by the way. Yeah, I love yeah. him. Uh, it's like, oh yeah. There, by the way, there's definitely an alien base. Yeah, no, we got that. Like, <laughs> when are you gonna bring it up? It's classified. What? It's, you, and you can't read too much into plausible it. deniability. Cancer. Yes. Can't let you know. Like, okay, great. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, he was he was a good foil in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, you needed that uh, sort of dickhead to bounce things off of. And the thing is, but the thing is, it's like I think you handled differently he would have been like a total shit dickhead the root the audience would be rooting against him the whole time whereas it's just sort of like he's a guy who just made bad choices and then you know like he gets fired because he deserves it but not because he's this evil dick well and it's funny like thinking about how much okay in the the story the world of the movie yeah most of the government has been destroyed most of the military has been destroyed right right so like what do jobs even matter? Like, <laughs> that's you're true. Firing him from a position that God knows what that is anymore because that's a good most point. of the rest of the government's gone. <laughs> right, right. Who's he? Who's basically he in charge the government of? is who's in this? Who's in Air Force One right now? That's the government. Yeah, yeah. So, is he worried about his pension at this yeah, point? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't fire me. I need this job. That's all I got. I'm gonna sue you. Like, <laughs> okay. No, that was part two where. <laughs> <laughs> the Nimziki character sues President whatever. ID four two was pretty much a courtroom, but yeah. a courtroom. <laughs> it was a movie. courtroom. <laughs> it was the the law part of the law like law and order storyline. Exactly. <laughs> uh, what else? Randy Quaid. So when I'm watching oh, yeah. when I'm watching it this time, Randy Quaid, it takes forever to get to why the hell he's even in this movie. Oh yeah. I mean, there's oh. a lot of. Because we come back to him four or five times, and it's just like, where are we going with this guy? Yeah, that's and true. finally for for one thing, and he ends up being the sort of the hero of the of the movie. But yeah, it took a long time to get there. Well, I mean, part of what I remember even from like TV disaster movies and all that, where you have to do this ensemble story and all this parallel action. And yeah, stuff, you have to tell a story about a family or you know, regular people just sort of being caught up in it. So it kind of fits that mold of like, well, here's these kids and these kids hate, hate their dad. And this guy's like, you know, doesn't actually seem to be 
Like, you never root against him. You're just sort of like, I don't know, he's just some schlub guy. Yeah. But, um, you know, so it kind of fits that mold of, like, we're satisfying this, like, every man person. He's not connected. He's not connected to anybody until, yeah, he becomes. Yeah, finally. Because finally, like, they, they kind of all they kind of all start inter- intertwining at the end. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it takes a long time to get there. Yeah, it sure does. <laughs> the uh, little trivia for you. Please, I love trivia. The Oval Office set, or the, the White House set, mm-hmm. was used in several other movies. Ooh. Out of all the movies that have had a White House, can you can you name, can you guess what those might have been? Um, da, 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 let's see. Um, oh, An American President. Bingo. Is that one of them? That's one of them. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually, I think it was built... I think it was built for an American president. Hmm. I'm not sure if the order of the movies coming out, like which ones came out first, but okay, uh, that's one. How about Dave? No. <laughs> no, Dave. Uh, what other movies have Oval Offices? Uh, there's probably a thousand, and I can't... I, I'm not I'll good fire, at that. I'll fire two more out for you. Okay. Nixon. Sure. Mars Attacks. Oh, the Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks, which actually got its release date pushed because of this movie. They um, wanted to, like, we like can't give have another, a alien little, another alien attacks, you know, aliens attack America. Uh, God, was movie. that the same year? Yeah, I think it was, I think it was coming, supposed to come out in the fall, and they pushed it back to December. Okay. Just to give it a little breathing room. A little trivia. I saw Mars Attacks with a, uh, um, with, on a first date with a girl. I did, too. Really? Yeah. <laughs> And then we went to the Ground Round, which is a <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> and a great one at that. Uh-huh. Uh, what other actors show up in this? We've got, so in the military, in Will Smith's sort of storyline, mm-hmm. we've got Bill Smitrovich. Yes. A, not a household name, but I, mean, I love that actor. You know him to was, see him. He was, he was a big Michael Mann actor mm-hmm. in the 80s. He's in Miami Vice. He's in the pilot, but then I think shows up as a different character in the show. Oh, okay. Um, uh, he's in, got just a ton of movies. He's in uh, Silver Bullet, which is a movie we're going to cover at some point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, great actor. He's like Will Smith's commander. Or something. I don't know what his name was. but um, And his sidekick... Uh, Harry Connick Jr. Harry Connick Jr. plays Jimmy. Originally, the original cast member was a young Matthew Perry. Oh, Mr. Friends himself. Mr. Friends. (laughs) Backed out at the last minute. Wow. If you can't get Matthew Perry, the next logical choice is Harry Connick Jr. Harry Connick Jr. is in the Hollywood rule book. Yeah. yeah. No Perry, Connick Jr. Yeah. (laughs) No Perry, question mark. Connick, Jr. exclamation point. That's literally in every studio wall. Oh yeah, that's like, yeah, ev- plastered <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. So it's a rule. <laughs> uh, well, and also Harry Connick Jr. does a pretty. He brings a lot of energy to his. You yeah, know, like, he kind of he stands out. Yeah, I think he's a little. I imagine he was a big cokehead. That could that be right. character, not Harry Connick Jr. Oh, okay. The character. <laughs> he's like, what would like, this guy just be like? Stop! Just stop with he's the just... impressions and jokes and the talking. <laughs> just quit it. He's just got to have fun. He's, yeah. I'm here to have fun. Like, like he's doing voices and being cool and, you yeah. know, and, they're shooting, and then, all then like, the next second, he's, like, losing oxygen and, like, yeah. 
and yeah. he's dead. Yeah, <laughs> and he just he makes this huge mistake. Like, like they're joking around trying to kill aliens or get a, him and Will Smith escape from the aliens. It's yeah. like, oh, 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 I, okay. I don't here, <laughs> and then boom, yeah. and he takes his mask off, take, take, takes his mask off, <laughs> and explodes. And it's like, oh, Will Smith okay. lost his best friend. Yeah, very quick appearance, but uh, but memorable, memorable role for our dear friend, friend of the show. Gary yeah. Connick Jr. Yeah, we will. We'll have to have him on. Yeah, he'll be uh, on. Yeah, without a doubt. I'm yeah. Um, the the beginning of the movie is funny though. Uh, it reminds me of like that thing where it's, uh, you know, this is obviously a big fantastic situation. Like aliens are coming to Earth, mm-hmm. and like so, it's a lot. So a lot of times, like it's a character asking another character to repeat themselves. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh wait, yeah. What did you say? <laughs> wait say that again <laughs> and then like it happens toward the end where jeff golden puts it together to like wait a cold wait say that again like as though that's going to clarify his plan yeah. like wait what did you say i've got he's already churned out the plan wait, yeah i need to hear it again and you can't again You're gonna catch cold oh i got it <laughs> I don't know. that's it i just love that that thing and and again part of that 90s not putting too much thought into it is don't really question what his plan is or how he got there. Mm-hmm. Just that's the plan, and that's what we're doing. This is what we're gonna do. Yeah. Yes. Uh, a brilliant plan. That's it's how like trying work. to get an explanation from your dad. It's like <laughs> this is just what we're doing. Right. This is where we're going. He's like, why? Why are we doing that? I, we don't have to do that. I can. I can just stay here. And just. Just. This is what sit we're sit in the back seat, <laughs> and this is where we're. Going. <laughs> okay. Shut up and just go for the ride. <laughs> Uh, but that—that's what I—that was a, a thing that stood out to me. I like, yeah. I like that part of that simple storytelling. The uh, we were talking about the effects earlier. Watching the movie now, yeah, it's really dated. It looks yeah. there's a certain certain effects shots from the '90s like are really from the '90s that like mm-hmm. a little bit digitized, um, yeah, you know, computerized kind of look. Uh, the but they were great for at the time. Oh, yeah. Like they the shots great. of blowing up. Um, and they did actually a lot of practical effects, which I think helped this movie. Absolutely. Um, the stuff with blowing up the White House and blowing up all the when they when the cities first start getting attacked. Those are really well, well done effects. I mean, they've aged, but uh, I still have respect for for what the technology was when they made it. They all say like, well, yeah, rewatching it, and then they blow up these cities, and I mean, it is it's shot after shot of buildings just exploding. Like, yeah, and they all look really pretty. They all look, you know, you know, they're miniatures, but you don't. They actually look really but good. I, I'm a big proponent of miniatures and models yeah. over straight CGI stuff, mm-hmm. and they um, look fantastic because there's just so much going on. Yeah, with it's properly. And there's built. a way. There's certain ways and angles that they shot those effects shot that that really like helped those explosions kind of seem yeah. bigger. Yeah, the the you know the force and direction of the the fire and, and yeah. you know the. Uh, just the way everything flies. It yeah. looks great. Like, yeah. I think it, those are actually really impressive shots and just interspersing them with people's reactions. Yeah. Like, there's all these like off camera, you know, all the reactions and running and it's like, boy, this is fucking terrible. Well, and I think they use them, I don't, like, they don't spend a lot of time on each of those shots. It's enough for your brain to kind of register it and then they move on. Yeah. Like, they don't stick with it and so you can really kind of pick it apart. Well, yeah, because you can't, you can't just have a, steady like a, a, a lock shot of a building and then okay it's a building and then it yeah. explodes like you just you have to just go with them the 
there's nothing to it. And then after it's over, it's just like, well, then there's nothing there. Or it's just this movie right now would be a three hundred million dollar movie. Oh yeah, it'd be huge. It'd be crazy angles. Everything. Would yeah, be. it's like that. I mean, so like Avengers came out this this summer, uh, right? This May, and watching Avengers, it's most of the action it's just a cartoon it basically yeah you know you have to think of like this is basically a cartoon unless it's like the hand-to-hand combat yeah um it looks great and it's very you know it's fun because what it's supposed to be um but you you uh, you couldn't do that back in well the the event the marvel movies now while some of them are a little more thought-provoking than others Mm -hmm. The they are the they are the modern action movie. It's gone from the eighties was Stallone and Schwarzenegger. In the nineties, you've got movies like this and Men in Black and yeah. Mission Impossible and and that kind of stuff. And then now it's evolved that that's what's left of those kind of action movies. It's yeah. it's the Marvel stuff now. You can't like you how how much further can you push like the visual right of of this? It's of, the Marvel movies and Fast and the Furious. And, yeah, it just quick quick and gorgeous looking shots mm-hmm. just uh, uh yeah yeah um uh but yeah so I, I i do have respect for uh for the effects there and i do like that they they did a lot with miniatures a lot with models and yeah, it looks great yeah i like those models and like and like a lot of the, like those practical effects of where cars just flying through the air and landing like just destroying cars like there's always there's something great about that where you're you actually film like a giant yeah. machine plunging into another machine. Like yeah. you, you don't, even though you can do that in a CG way, it never, it'll never look that good. You can't completely replace reality like that. No. You know, people can always tell. Yeah. That light and shadow and, yeah. and just the way you'd see it from a, a bir- you know, your own view instead of like a bird's eye view. I don't know. So at the time when this movie comes out, I loved it. I loved it for like a year. Sure. You, okay. That's all you thought about. You that's, bought the poster. <laughs> you bought the pajamas. I bought the book. I bought the... Uh, oh, the yeah. adaptation? The adaptation. Oh. Which had... Which was... A little more detail, I bet. Most right? of those books, the novelizations are the based on the original script. Mm. So the original script that's greenlit is what goes to those authors who then write the book. Oh, I see. So most of the time, those books are a little bit different from what the finished movie is. Mm-hmm. I had a whole bunch of them that I was collecting them for a while. But of, of different movies? Yeah. The, uh, but this is one of them. that mm-hmm. Nothing huge, mm-hmm. but there was you know some still things that I think got filmed and deleted. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see the Nimziki character like again after he's been fired, and he's just kind of sort of like a lost kind of commit suicide (laughs) (laughs) Um, he's just a sad sack or something yeah 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 yeah. and then at the end when randy quaid flies his ship into the into the alien ship Mm -hmm. with a new with the nuclear missile or whatever missile he's got he's flying the crop duster plane oh and he's like stolen the missile oh and gone on a suicide mission, which in the movie they wanted it, they changed it yeah. to give him a little more respect for you know from the audience that he he'd gotten his honor back and yeah yeah and was sacrificing himself versus like a suicide yeah yeah subtle little difference but oh, I think that works a lot better I like, think they the probably movie, did the, the right thing for that character yeah yeah it sounds like it. it it made the character have a little more sense otherwise it's just kind of out of nowhere yeah yeah you and just... you don't really feel as you know, bad for him. So, yeah. mm-hmm. 
Hmm. Um, but one of the things that started to upset me the more I thought about it was Uh-oh. I'm a big fan of V, the original mm-hmm. miniseries. Yes, we uh, all are. Big fan of that. And around, you know, somewhere in 97, I kind of rediscovered that. It's like holy crap! They just completely robbed V of the of the, the shots of the in the beginning of the alien ships like coming into the atmosphere and the design of the alien ships is straight from V. Oh, is it really? I mean, directly I, from there. I don't recall. It's uh, maybe hope maybe we'll hit V, <laughs> even though it's a TV thing. We, we might hit that. Yeah, because um, it's great. Sure. Uh, so uh, that that kind of bugged me, and the fact that there was never even like a reference to it, or like an acknowledgement that there's a design, a major design element that was, uh, maybe they didn't take it from there. But when you look at the two, and the shots that they're in in, in their respective movies, like they are really close. Yeah. Well, I can only say that like you know it's it was classically you know a UFO is classically a you know a disc. You know, yeah, a circular disc, yeah, kind of thing. So, it's not like I mean, I, I wouldn't say they saw it and they're like, do that. But I think it just it's that parallel thinking. Like, yeah, well, but it was ten years before, but it was right? yeah, like fifty, almost 15. fifteen. But but it's the way it enters the atmosphere oh, really? that is like the same. Okay, it's not just the shape of it. Because yeah, like I know the they fire were and smoke kind of thing. Yeah, like, like, <clears> yeah, the way they the concept of them hovering over and yeah, yeah. You know, then then they go in different directions, but just that visual element of it mm. bugged me. Well, in War of the Worlds, the original mm-hmm. book and all that, did they did they have a? Or did the aliens arrive, or do they arrive and just start killing people? I don't like. Did they arrive and do the same same thing? They I were. Know. I think they were. I'd have to. I'd have to go back. To I have to go back to the book, really, but they or the the old movie, but um, yeah, yeah. I think they were here like in the oh right that's right they were already in the ground and like on the planet and were sort of like turned on that's right because yeah and i'm thinking of the the, the spielberg version yeah where they they show like yeah let's not there, talk about there was that lightning lightning bolts and there's guys coming going yeah to the ground. that's a great movie we're gonna do that one Whoa. too <laughs> too better we stop at the year 2001 ah, curses <laughs> <laughs> um that would be one we would cover though uh yeah, but speaking of War of the Worlds, the whole virus concept was, you know, heavily lifted from that as well. Right. It's because it's a, it was. In, uh, that's how that's how they beat them in War of the Worlds is that they basically give them a virus, mm-hmm. or they in the book I think it's more they contract a virus from the environment. Right. They couldn't that handle our. They bacteria. couldn't handle the environment, but yeah. this is a computer virus. Yeah. Which when they talk about it in the movie, it's like listening to them talk about. Compute a computer virus, like yeah, yeah, specifically so a like computer. Oh, <laughs> what's what's that? They, a, a virus? Well, we, in a they, computer? We know there. We know there's computer virus, but how do you get one? Well, we're gonna give them one. Like, okay, that seems <laughs> oh, easy. Yeah, go again. Great. You said it, so Programming. just do it. Just. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. So there's some some borrowing from from other projects and. It always bothered me that to this day there still was never a a acknowledgement that inspiration was taken from other things. Should we start a letter writing campaign? Like that demand, always gets the job done. We should demand satisfaction on this that you you stole shit. You start up a start shit. up a yeah. 
We need the fans. Start up to, a campaign to, to join us on this one. Yeah, we're gonna post about this. It needs to change now. Like Emmerich and Devlin need to need to they need to they need to pay. They need to pay for every sin. <laughs> this movie's full of sins. I'll get hold of Kenneth Johnson from V. Mm-hmm. And call he'll probably. Out. I think he needs to have a little chat with them. I think we call them out on Twitter. Yeah, and say, when are you gonna own up to this? And I'll get hold of H. G. Wells. Yeah. I, whatever him. it takes say, we'll have a seance I don't care uh, yeah <laughs> we'll get them here. I've done it before <laughs> this is not the first time <laughs> I, I've, I've called someone from the dead <laughs> from the great beyond um, how about Bill Pullman's speech at the end rousing speech. oh my god rousing. Independence Day speech I'm just like I love America they play that every day here in America. In America. It's like, it's, good morning, and then they just play that. Yeah, well, all the kids, they do the Pledge of Allegiance, and then they watch the speech uh, before they start their school day, I think. Hand, hands over heart. Yeah. Watch the speech. Yeah. Also, during the speech, and I don't know anything about military at all, but, like, do people just salute, like, randomly? Because, like, after the speech, the crowd goes nuts and everything, and then just, just a guy, and he just salutes, like, to no one. Like, <laughs> like dude, I don't think you're supposed to, like... Am I to infer he's looking right at the president? President's looking at him, and they and salute the, each other. Yeah, because I only see that guy saluting. Uh, he's just like, yeah. There's some weird well, gotta, salutes in this movie. You gotta love extras. <laughs> yeah, extras. They do the darndest things. They, yeah, they want to get in the fucking shot. <laughs> they they want to be seen. I love my favorite kind of extras are like news report. Like when you see like a news conference or like you know a, a press report on like like the steps of city hall or something mm-hmm. and you've got extras holding cameras and not looking in the cameras at all like, yeah they're, all... they're looking outside with both of their regular you know their mm-hmm. eyes yeah not looking in the camera at all yeah, right the, their whole face needs to be seen this yeah. is how cameramen do it and there's camera pointed at me so yeah check me out <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh there was a lot of interesting care like there. There was the one pilot guy who's got a cowboy hat. Doesn't have a speaking line. But I'll, I'll, I'll always see the guy in the cowboy hat and sunglasses. He's in the victory afterward. Yeah, he's, he's like to his right, right? Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's a, my dad. That's your father. <laughs> that's wow. Uh, yeah, he he did look familiar. <laughs> he seems to look just like you. My dad didn't even tell me he was in the movie. <laughs> he, thought he, just he was re- gone for a couple of days <laughs> at the end of 95. And then the movie came out. I said, Dad. Dad, you're in this movie. <laughs> Your first and only role. That is the look my dad's attempting to achieve these days. I so. see. Long hair, cowboy hat, yeah, sunglasses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got it. All right. Nailed it. You should send him a, a pic of the guy from the movie. I'll tweet out a side-by-side of this guy and my dad and see what, what you guys think. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> and um, why? Like, how do they let... Okay, so the government's been boiled down to, I don't know, 20, 25 people or something. 25 people, a couple the kids. The president just, because he was a pilot... He insists on being in this this dogfight. Yeah, he's a combat pilot. He's like, Is that, <laughs> I belong in the air. Okay, you said it. You have a daughter whose mom just died. Okay, yeah, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Who we basically never really see again. After yeah, that. I think she's part of. You know, she's she doesn't in the get a line. But, yeah. um, how could they? How they never like. You, well, you can't even get into the realities of the it. The thing but. is, it doesn't matter who's president. It, everything's gone, he right? Just, yeah. Fuck it. If he dies, it doesn't matter. Yeah, right? you, that's true. I think. I think you. I think you. Am I, I nitpicking you, too it's much? It's a bit of a nit. Like, 
you know, uh, Loja puts up a fight. Yeah. But he's like, you know what? Backs down. He's got a, you know, the president's, he's a good pilot. They need good pilots. Like, they, they're shorthanded on pilots. So. I, I also know. love, at the end of the movie. I'm the pilot. When, after Will Smith. <laughs> you're going to get me every time with that. <laughs> Bring that one back. Episodes down the road. Okay. I'm a pilot. I'm a combat pilot. I belong in the air. When <laughs> at the end, Will Smith and Goldblum, the total package, are in, are they're in the alien ship and they hit the countdown and they've got thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah, thirty That's seconds. The longest guys. thirty seconds I've ever seen. It flashes to twenty nine. They hop in their seats. They start moving. They do a bunch of juking and jiving. Again, not talking about Will Smith. It's just juke and. Uh, and then, then they flash to the timer. It's only six seconds have gone by. I'm yeah. like, there's no way. Well, I, and then they got to go down that long corridor. Like. I did track this one, and it's um, it's about a minute and 33 seconds to get through that 30 seconds. <laughs> a minute 33. It's, it's beautiful. beautifully done. Yeah. Another, that's like, you wouldn't, that mistake wouldn't be made today. I think there's more attention is paid to that kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm not saying that today's movies are perfect because they're not. They'll, they'll do, but it would be, it wouldn't be so egregious. Right? right. Today. It wouldn't be as in your face. Like, oh my God, but that was three seconds. Let's, let's go back like, to that. Oh, yeah. Only three seconds. Ago, I'm like, great. All right. Back to the action. <laughs> like, it's so crazy. Is that like a European kind of countdown? Is it a different time? <laughs> oh, right. Cause yeah. like they're, you know, it's metric. It's me- <laughs> exactly it's like it's yeah. Like they were using kilometers and not, they were doing mind. metric yeah. seconds. Yeah. Yeah. M- 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 so, but this, this movie, but, yep. Highest grossing movie of 1996. Unbelievable. Blue, blue, everything out of the water. Blue, in the movie and, <laughs> and at the box office. <laughs> at the box office. And domestically and worldwide, right? Yeah, huge numbers. Ninety-six million uh, through the holiday weekend mm-hmm. opened up a big competition phenomenon. John Travolta's phenomenon oh, opened w- up against it. Didn't do that bad that weekend. That phenomenon. No, but uh, <laughs> I mean, it's no Independence Day. It's no Independence Day. <laughs> um, so yeah, we talked a little bit earlier about its uh, its legacy. It's <sighs> I, you know, it's not looked back on as a, it's not looked back on as a as a good movie, but no. what does hold up is the impact it had with its marketing campaign, yeah. and launching the summer blockbuster, launching Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, you know, the summer movies were forever changed because of this. Yeah, and it's tame compared to what we get today. Like it's it's so it's. It was huge at the time. Yeah. Big concept. Well, movies didn't thing. make that kind of money then. Right. This was like the first one that... I mean, And I will say, Mission Impossible did great, and Twister did great too, yeah. like within you know two months prior to this. Mm-hmm. So it was sort of a... The ball was rolling here yeah. about you know really maximizing how much money a movie could make. Well, and especially where like there was less... Um, I mean, people went to the movies and p- ticket prices were nothing back then you know compared to today you know well and it was about getting them back in the theater and people yeah seeing people it definitely more than saw once. that more than once yeah i think it was exhilarating for two i saw it three the, times three i probably saw it twice there's I a think. there's a there's a handful of movies in my history mm-hmm. that i've seen three times in the theaters it was yeah. an elite class wow i Barely go once. <laughs> yeah, now, but, but in the old days. Oh wow! This, so this is, is one. Of this them. is one of yeah. your your triples. 
this was I said I probably saw this twice, but I wasn't. Uh, I it would it would only be later where I would start going to see movies more than once because to me I was like saw this movie now I'll, I'll see it like six months later on rental. Yeah, and I said, yeah, yeah. it's like this is a one time experience. For well, me. it's hard. Everything's changed now. It's harder to get get yeah. people into the theater get the butts and seats yeah it's when everything's so accessible at home yeah yeah or on a freaking phone or whatever exactly. I'll never watch a movie on phone um, you say that 62% on Rotten Tomatoes ooh which is actually better than I thought it was gonna rate you thought it'd be much lower yeah was it like panned then more or less uh, not, well, not, not panned I guess that's not, not really you know. I mean, not as bad as you'd think. Mm-hmm. When you watch it now, it's, you know, I watch it with my kids and they like, mm-hmm. there's certain things they liked, but man, it was, they needed more, something a little more thought provoking to latch on to. I see. Yeah. That makes sense. It's, it's kind of a, like watching it again, it's kind of a slog a little bit. Like, it it's, is. It's just sort of like, it, things keep going, but they it, just happen slowly. Yeah. Like they, it's kind of tense that first half hour before the they blow everything up. But, yes, but I think they. You kind once of they get out them. of like once those initial explosions happen and everyone gets out of there and sort of regrouping. Yeah, just, it's kind of uh, slow for a big chunk of that movie. It takes time, but the, I I think it's like some care is I think it, that's sort of putting some care into well how things would logically happen instead mm-hmm. of getting right to the point. So I can kind of I can kind of give him credit for doing that. Like it probably doesn't need to be as long as it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and even though the characters are flat, they try to give those characters stuff to do and be they, interesting. You know. Tr- yeah, they they tried. Yeah, they but tried. it's 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 a whole Just didn't didn't happen. A lot of a lot of movies. That's parts. not their thing. I mean, that's you look at all the the other movies that that Roland Emmerich did. That you know, Day After Tomorrow, and mm-hmm. uh, you know they're all action big action movies it's not about the you know dramatic mm-hmm. you know twists and and character development it's just they're going to hit what they kind of the bare minimum yeah on that stuff and then stick with what they're good at which is the action well i realize i've only seen for roland emmerich i've probably only seen three or four of his movies i think the last one and i didn't realize it at the time uh white house down with Channing Tatum oh. uh, saves the president, Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Now I was watching that. I'm like, there was two competing White House terrorist movies, Olympus Has Fallen, and that. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go see both of these. <laughs> like, I ended up seeing them both on rental. But I'm I did not pay attention to who made that movie. And about halfway through, I'm like, this is so familiar. Like, what is this? And then there's a. Have you ever seen uh, White no, House Down? No, I've. Uh, sadly, I have. I have missed. Missed that one. I think. I mean, it's pretty good action because it's just it's a lot. It's just a lot of gunplay and yeah. shit, and and you know tension. Of, yeah, like, yeah. Is you know, of a hostage thing. But there's just certain moments where it's definitely like a Roland Emmerich film, and and right toward the end, like at the climax of the movie, they do this big cheesy thing. Yeah. And I'm not gonna spoil it for you, but I'm Please like, don't. I'm like, that's amazing, yeah. and I'm like, what? Like this is I've seen this movie, and then. Then I see directed by Roland. I was like, "Oh my god, this makes so much more sense." It was it was unbelievable. What did he do after this? It was he did. I'm not saying him in order, but the day after tomorrow. That's the ten thousand ten thousand BC. Ten thousand BC. Sure. Twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Those are those three right in a row. Yeah. Uh, But before that, in between, uh, Godzilla was. Oh, Godzilla! Yeah, of course, Godzilla. Uh, Yeah. And he did the Patriot. 
Right. <laughs> and then after 2012, he did White House Down. Yeah. Um, and then his most recent film was... ID4. ID4. Two. Or two. what they call Resurgence. Yes. Independence Day Resurgence. So, which was a long time coming. Well, we're going to kind of end talking about the sequel here. Sure, yeah. So... They were always talking about making a second Independence Day. I mean, I remember the buzz because was of like we gotta make a sequel, right? Gotta. And then for years it was well, Will Smith isn't available. He'd become a star. He's doing Men in Black. He's doing this. He's doing that. Yeah. Um. That the total package is always working. So can't get him. Yeah, can't get him. And I'm sure you know Kurt Russell would be a great addition to the franchise, I, but he's probably too busy. He's busy himself. <laughs> no. Uh. So finally they pulled the trigger on it with or without Will Smith, which yeah. is debatable whether that was the right move or not. So mm-hmm. I would say it's not the right move. I think it was a mistake to do it without him. I think he, he wanted a lot of, I think the idea is he wanted a lot of money for two sequels and they weren't going to pony up. For well, it. and he was doing, he was doing after earth and he had just, he had just done a couple of sci-fi movies and it was, I think from what I was researching, yeah. he just didn't want to do a, yet another one like in a so. row. Well, and I think part of it, too, like he was either between this and the Suicide Squad. And, you know, I think the allure of being part of a, a cinematic universe yeah. certainly has a, a a draw for yeah. him. And it's like different. He's playing a comic book character. Yeah. I mean, he was he played Hancock. So, you know, yeah, a but I think that was the right move for him. So he made. Yeah, no, he made the right choice, like in terms of career wise. OK, I'll. I'll be part of his ensemble thing. And yeah, it's it's new and it could be huge. If if you look at the Marvel movies and someone says, "Well, do you want to play a DC villain or yeah. hero?" Then for three pictures, like, okay, I'll do that. Yeah, I want in. They, I, I just think they should have waited a couple of years and maybe he would have. You know, if they had started this movie production now, maybe he'd do it. It yeah. was it's so the movie loses a lot without him. Yeah, you're which is. Naturally, you know the the movie being twenty years later, you're going to have new characters. You're going to introduce sure. new roles, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But you, it's hard not to have Goldblum and Will Smith back. Right. I mean, Goldblum. I haven't. I haven't. You've seen the movie. I have. <laughs> I saw it in the theater. I mean, you had a Hemsworth, so we had we had the the lesser of the Hemsworth, just the brothers. wrong Hemsworth. <laughs> yeah. Although I've met women who uh, will say that. He, he is the superior Hemsworth. And I say, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Hemsworth is the Hemsworth. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Liam. We love you. But not that much. Chris at least can... Chris can Chris can act. Chris acts he's, better than his brother, yeah. I think. I he's mean, not going to win any Oscars. I don't know. Maybe he will. He's very knows, entertaining. But. He's a very... Inter- <laughs> they're both very entertaining. Yeah. Hemsworth brothers, welcome to Hollywood. I mean, You've Chris been- Hemsworth's good at the, the comedy. Like, sure. He's good in Ghostbusters. Yep. He's good at the comedy stuff of Thor, mm-hmm. you know, when they throw it in there. Yeah. He was a great uh, James Kirk's father in the opening of Star Trek in yeah. 2009. And I hear possibly, possibly returning to that. To the, you know. I think we should get the total package on the phone. Yeah, let's and find out. Up. You know, he's worked with both Hemsworths, or two out of the three, I think. Oh, like there's three. There's a third one out That's there. That's right. Yeah. Who does the total package think is <laughs> I think is the not, better? Hemsworth. He's not going to take sides. He's going to be professional. He, we we get to take sides because we're nobodies, and uh, he's going to go with Chris. I'm going. I think I, I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, wink. I don't think he can take a side, but wink. You know, <laughs> we all know. We, we all know who he's going to pick. 
But uh, so, so um, yeah, there was a sequel to this movie. Yeah. And, Big expectations. Mm-hmm. And for what? It was a planned, tr- of course, a trilogy that yeah, they, they were wa- going to do. Yeah, they wanted to do like a two and three together kind of thing that, it, that it would be a complete story, you know, that like in, akin to Back to the Future trilogy. Right. Like, okay, here's two new stories to tell about this thing. But uh, yeah, Will Smith's not not only not in the movie, but they kill off his character off screen. <laughs> he like got into he was he was being a test pilot for you know because the whole the thrust of the movie is like all the military they they become a, up with a, an Earth space defense based on the alien technology. Yeah, because right? all the ships crash at the end. Of yeah, the, you so know. they've got all this tech now. So uh, and apparently his character was like test piloting a new ship they had designed and uh dies off screen and of course like the the kid is played by not the same actor some some other mm-hmm. actor yeah plays the kid's role so his son quote unquote Ta- um just takes the role yeah right? um, basically so yeah what he would have done mm-hmm. yeah so and so there's a legacy to to uh you know what's happened to this foolish. battle foolish because if they do another one I mean, they could, yeah. yeah. You can't. They you could can't, always bring him back. You can't. You can't bring in Will Smith. Like that's the thing. I'm like, why kill him off? But yeah. I guess you have to explain why he's not involved. So you could come up with a create. They could have come up with a creative thing, especially if they were going to go for making more than one. They couldn't get Will for this. They could come up with something of why he's not there. Yeah, yeah. And then hopefully he would show up in the next movie. Yeah. But, but you know, it's hard. It's kind of like they did with the new Star Wars movies that worked great. What do you mean? Well, like you don't get you don't get Luke in uh, oh. Force Awakens. I mean, for maybe like a second you do. Right, he's not in the movie. Yeah, basically. So and then he you know, gets the second all... one could be Will Smith's movie. Oh, man, but, what a missed opportunity! I, I didn't I didn't write it. So yeah, or see it, you, or see it. You should see yeah. it. Uh, yeah, see the well, that's the thing. If you if you and your sons uh, are watching that, watch this together. You should see now. What's the sequel? What are the reactions from the, the whole family? Yeah. We, we we watched the trailer together. <laughs> were they intrigued? Did they want more? They were mildly intrigued. Okay, it's a it's great. They were more. They were really uh, interested in what like the whatever guns they were running around with. Mm-hmm. They were very interested about what those were. It's new technology, new baby. Tech. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there we go. Independence Day. Anything yeah. else we, we want to cover with that? I mean, with I mean, so we know it's. Fastest so, grossing to a hundred million dollars took seven at the, day, at the time. Yeah, Damn, that's took amazing. seven days. Wow. Um, it's uh, hmm. well, if we're talking money, I'm gonna quiz you. Yeah. So you've mentioned some of these. So it's number one of the of that year. Mm-hmm. Can you name any of the other top ten movies of 1996? Well, domestic, n- not in order, but Mission sure. Impossible. Okay. Mm-hmm. What number is that? That's three. Okay, Twister. Twister is number two, yeah. Okay. Really, yeah. I thought Mission Impossible was number two. You'd huh. think. You'd think. Twister the Rock's got to be there. It is. Seventh. Cable Guy? Is that in the top ten? Uh, no. Is that in this year? Oh, yeah, it's there. Cable Guy's that. Oh, it's top oh, yeah. 25. I mean, I remember it was Cable Guy that summer. Kingpin was also that summer. That's oh, not yeah. in the top ten. But, yeah, no. Um. Oh boy! Any other what movies else came out that year? That year could be anywhere. Could be probably some late entries, some fall, fall. winter movies, some fall winter. Movies. What? Star Wars re-releases were January '97. Okay. 
So that doesn't count. That that doesn't fit 1996. All right, give me give me a clue here. Um, well, let's see. Um, well, Tom Cruise was in Mission Impossible. He was also in another big movie that year. That is not an action movie. Uh, oh boy. We gotta if we're talking box office numbers, we're talking about showing you the money. Oh, Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Yeah, yeah. That, that was fourth after Mission Impossible. Right, right, right. Um, also, maybe something Mel Gibson was in. Oh, Bra- Braveheart was 95. Yeah, it's not Braveheart. Uh, 96. Conspiracy sense. Theory was 97. What was in between? What was in between those? Uh, give me back my son. Ransom? Ransom, oh, yeah. Oh, Ransom, yeah. yeah. That's a top ten movie. That's the fifth one. Fifth Ron Howard's of... Ransom. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh my god. I mean, it's people loved Mel Gibson. I had it on Laserdisc. <laughs> Did In you fact, have... trivia, more Please? personal trivia. Uh, I'm right. I was just down. at my parents' house mm-hmm. and rediscovered all my Laserdiscs. You found which them. Still exists. Still in mint condition. And you didn't bring them back to. Uh, I played some some of them, and <laughs> boy, did I miss those. That's awesome. <laughs> Um, well, you said The Rock. There's a few others. Let's see. One with a bunch of dogs in it. All Dogs Go to Heaven 3. No. The uh, Glenn Close. Oh, 101 Dalmatians. That's right. Yep. Then came The Rock. Mm-hmm. Then, boy, I forget all the stars that were big stars back then. Then um, a comedy remake with... Uh, Grumpy Old Men. No. no. Uh, Two. Um, what would you call it? Uh, Janet Jackson was in the movie. Is that right? Janet Jackson. Oh, wait. It was Jan- oh, Nutty Professor. That's right. Janet Jackson was in the second one, I think. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. I knew she was in one of these. But Eddie Murphy was the Jada nut- Pinkett. Jada Pinkett was... Ah, she was the love interest? The love interest. Maybe that's why she couldn't do Independence Day. Yeah, she was too busy that, that yeah. uh, fall doing Nutty Professor. Right. Nutty Professor, yes. Then another... Oh, this is all coming back to me now. What else? Uh, something else came out in the spring early in the year with... Uh, Nathan Lane. Birdcage. That's right. And finally, what could be top ten? Uh, I don't know how to hint this, so I'm just going to tell you it's the time to kill. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't it. See, some of, those I bl- some of those I blended into 97. You know, uh, so, yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. A weird. So that, those were the top ten. When, oh boy, have time. movies changed? Because like, now you, 80% of those wouldn't have been in the top ten now because Probably it's not. all Black Panther, Star Wars... You know, it'd be in no, not not any kind of order. Black Panther, Avengers, uh, Star Wars, Han Solo. Like you're only yeah. getting blockbusters in the top ten. Yeah, they, they that's the only way these things. The fact that, that Ransom is in the top ten just blows my mind. Well, I mean, it made 136 million total. It came out in November, so you know, it probably ran for 3 months. Yeah. Like, it was a know. different it was a different business back then. Yeah. But the, the and then so it's Independence Day, Twister, Mission Impossible, The Rock, and The Rock are the big action movies. Then you have Jerry Maguire, Ransom, mm-hmm. which is, you know, uh That was when your Oscar movies were like making big money. I guess. Well, Jerry Maguire was that was nominated, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. He won. That was what Cuba, Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba, was. that's right. Yeah. Tin Cup, also that year. Hmm. <laughs> top 28. Well, wonders never cease. Dragonheart, top 30. Oh, yeah? What else came out that year? Another Sean Connery one, right? Uh, Dragonheart? Dragonheart, he did, yeah, he did he the voice. The voice of the Dragon. Uh, Sergeant Bilko. 
30 million. Oh, good God. Uh, Spy Hard. Spy Hard. Spy Hard? That was 96. I like Spy Hard. <laughs> I, need to, I need to go back to that one. Uh, D3, The Mighty Ducks. Oh, boy. And Where are you at now? What number is that? Oh, that's 69. <laughs> okay. That, that's total coincidence. So you're not going that, in order. No. But that's 69. Yeah, I'm going way down. Uh, multiplicity, 78. Yeah. And, oh, wow. Look at that. Where was Phenomenon? Oh, yeah. Where is Phenomenon? Uh, phenomenon top is number twelve. Wow! All right, it, 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 really held its own in the grand scheme of things. Wasn't a bad year. Uh, well, Travolta still. I mean, that was Travolta was still riding off of the Pulp Fiction. Oh, sure. success for sure. Yeah. Which he, I think, is still riding off that. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So that's big box office. Yeah, uh, the, the box office moment here at the Reconsideration Studios. <laughs> Thank you, and goodbye. Uh, <laughs> um. I mean that's I mean yeah so. that's Independence Day so it's got it's got its own legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, does it stand up as its own movie? No, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's tough to watch. It's if you want to be entertained by this type of movie, there are a lot of different. There's, there's a, a lot of a lot better movies yeah. than this one if yeah. you're looking for sort of mindless. Yeah. It, action it, movies. It has but. a place in the hearts for the people who've seen it when it was out. Yeah. But it's not like this. You're not going to use this to educate someone on, right. on film. Like my kids would never go back to watch it again. Never. Yeah, no. But, um, but maybe but, after, the sequ- after they get sequel freezer. Yeah. And they watch the. Uh, the uh, but it's leg- it's got its own legacy in other ways. That it, yeah. what, it, what it launched and showed the people who make movies that you can really maximize money yeah. in the summer if you market things right and build it and you know really present it as this huge huge package that it could be yeah uh what you can really do yeah. and everything changed after that every year cuz then you every summer was bigger and you had men in black then you had armageddon then you mm-hmm. had this and that and yep uh, you tried to do God, you know godzilla and now you have multiple yeah. times a year. Like you've got lots of big. You've got epic Disney and Star Wars competing against Marvel, Disney and Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. Um, see the pattern there. Yeah. Uh, they gobbled it up. Yeah. They that. control. They control the blockbuster at this point. Yeah. You know. But you've got every two months a blockbuster coming out. Yeah. So and we had star wars and then we had last jedi then we had black panther then we, we just had infinity war now we have uh ant-man and the wasp right um and i'm sure other and, movies yeah <laughs> i can't remember I guess, what else is coming out jurassic world jurassic world you know so they're just yeah obviously not in the fall but through you know christmas now has has their big movies and mm-hmm. then you've got all summer long and it's it, there's a reason to go to the movies every month. Yeah, at least that's what they're trying to tell you. But it's yeah, <laughs> but it started here. It started with yeah. it really started with Independence Day. Yeah, pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, well, congrats to them. Yeah. Uh, uh, I can't wait for the third one. We'll see when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, real quick, then should we should we should we have to venture into a certain corner before we sign off. That's Kurt's corner. Kurt's corner. Da, da, Let's da, go. Da, da, da. I was, I was, I said Kurt's corner, and then I'm hoping you'll have a music drop in. <laughs> but um, all right. So oh, I know, I know exactly what song I'm dropping in. Oh, okay. Hit it. How do you like oh, that? Oh, that's a good. Yeah. 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 Perfect. I know exactly what you're doing. Yep. 
Um, so we've, we actually touched on this question. Um, and this is a question for you. Is Kurt Russell in this movie? Um, as far as I'm concerned, he's not. He's not, and he's that's not. a mistake. That's a big mistake. A big mistake, yeah. Um, but what two movies was he in in 1996? Executive Decision. Yeah. I want to say Breakdown. That might be 97. Oh, uh, I don't so. Truck, uh, yeah, that's a, no. yeah. Uh, a sequel. Okay. It's a sequel. Oh, Escape from L.A. Yeah. yeah. Two move. Two, yeah. He was busy. He could <laughs> he was, not make was this movie even if he wanted to. I think also we're definitely going to cover one of those movies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd like that. It's, we should. We should cover not the, the one on the airplane. Okay. It's the one. I saw that in the theater. <laughs> did you? It did. <laughs> I saw that on an airplane. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Nothing like watching a, a hijack, you know, hijacking an airplane movie yeah. on an airplane. On an airplane. Um, so, well, I was this kind of question, We the second question, could 1996 Kurt Russell fit into this movie? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, I yeah, think he would absolutely. belong perfectly. Uh, As the president of the United States. You, oh, yes. President. He could almost play the Goldblum if you. He, he could have he, also played Randy Quaid's role. Oh my God! Like that overboard Russell, you know, mm-hmm. Kurt Russell could have played that. That's a good point. Actually, he'd be a great Randy Quaid. Yeah. Just or he, he more like know. Captain Ron's Kurt Russell mm-hmm. could could have been that guy. That's a good point. Um, he definitely could have been the president for sure. Mm-hmm. Should have been. Yeah. Uh, I could see him playing multiple roles. I could see him doing Goldblum. Yeah, he's not to, as you don't buy him as like an you know uh, like a nerd, like an MIT kind of nerd as yeah, much as you that's do a good Goldblum, point. but that's a sexy good. nerd. Sexy nerd. Uh, all right, right, question three: Because Kurt Russell isn't in it, who has the best hair in the film? Because obviously he would if he was in it. I'm gonna go hair. Goldblum, that yeah. '90s kind of. I don't know what you call that haircut. It's a he had, the, but the, it only existed in the nineties. Yeah, I mean, which he, means it's coming back he, now. Yeah, I mean it's like long, long on the top, but he's yeah. got, it's clean in the back. Yeah, it's just clean. It's not like, like a surfer cut. It's yeah. like it's kind of. I don't you know, know, my wife would know the name of that haircut. Really? Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have to. We'll put that in the notes of the episode. What's Speaking the of, when she went to see Independence Day, the theater she was at in Boulder, uh, the film broke right before. The, the attack on the White House happened. Oh my God! And when they put it on, when they like they they must have either uh-huh. mixed up the reels or there was a problem. And they by the time they got it on, they put on like basically the end of the movie. <laughs> Are you serious? So she never saw the middle and could, so she was could in care the, less. She was in the theater for like forty minutes. Yeah, just waiting, <laughs> and it was. Oh my God! Yeah, that sounds terrible. And she thought when we were watching it uh, the other day. She thought that was like she had seen most of the movie. Like you, you saw like a third of the movie. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going <laughs> on. This is a two and a half hour movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, well, let's play Six Degrees. Can you get to Will Smith from uh, from Kurt Russell? Will Smith to. Well, steps. this is kind of an easy one. Go for it. If you count it, because we've got the Stargate connection to this. Mm. So, the only thing is, I can't remember the actor's name. Oh, no. The bald guy in the beginning of the movie, when they first hear the signal, uh-huh. when that, when the, whatever scientist oh. first hears the signal, yes. and he calls the bald guy who, like, gets up and hits his head. Yeah. That guy's in Stargate. That guy is in Stargate. So, if we count it, I can't remember the actor's name, yeah. but 
Will Smith to him, you know, oh. in Independence Day to start here. Wow, so it's just, oh, wow, that's pretty good. Two steps. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, they don't have a direct connection, obviously. They've never worked together. Uh, We're wow. sure about that. Will and... Will Smith and Kurt Russell have never yeah. been in the same, as far as I can tell. Um, the best I could do, I, I, of course, I go to the internet to figure these things sure. out. Sure. And, you know, you can you can generate these answers. I'm, I'm, like, scrolling through my brain as you're, as you're... I'm sure you could do it in, like, three steps easily, like, if you go from, like, a, a Robert Loja to somebody. I don't know. I, I'm not, I, because there's so many people in this movie mm-hmm. at some point. Yeah. But I really like, feel like there's a Goldblum right. connection somewhere. Right there. It's like Goldblum and somebody... Oh, I got it. What? Hit it. On a, technic- on a technicality. Goldblum, Kurt Russell, Guardians 2. Oh. Goldblum's in the credit sequence. Goldblum's in the credits. Uh, all right. Yeah. That's <laughs> so. That's technicality. Technic- all right. Yeah, you win. Is that part of the movie? <laughs> I, I guess don't know. It He's, it's his cred- image in it. The credits are part of the movie, too. Of these ones, yeah. Well, and, and credits are part. It just even just the scrolling. A runtime of a movie includes the credits. So, yes. So. Uh, I guess and you win. On camera, in it. That's a good point. So, come up with. Mm-hmm. So, if you've got any other connections, that would be interesting. I wonder how far we can take it. Wait, let's go nine. You know, go nine wow. steps away. Just go Cirque. Uh, check us out on Facebook, the Tweetstagram. Tweetstagram. Uh, we're, Shoot we're us everywhere. an email. Yeah. I think our emails are on the website. Yeah. So, uh, we'll update you guys through, uh, through all that stuff and stay tuned. Thanks for uh, listening. Hope you enjoyed Independence Day here. Uh, we certainly did you can't not enjoy it Uh, we will see you guys in a couple weeks alright peace alright take care bye